0: Hello, Fred Kuhn interviews our next guest expert. And now, here's Fred.
1: Welcome, welcome, everybody. What a great show we have today. We're going to focus on barriers to women climbing the corporate ladder, especially at the senior level. And we have an expert, former Microsoft Worldwide Sales General Manager for OEM, Donna Manciagli. And she's going to talk with us about those challenges and how to break through and what her recommendations are. So, Dana, welcome very much. Thank you so much, Fred. So let's start with the first real question is, what are the as you see, I'm sure there are many barriers and many books written about this, but what are the three barriers you would define to women who want to rise within the corporation successfully?
0: Well, there are so many more than three, as every woman who is listening will agree to. <laughs> right. so I'll, I'll look back on my 30-year career with IBM, Microsoft, Kodak, and, and startups, and I kind of summarize what I face. And they're pretty common because I mentor or I'm in groups to help support women in their careers, so they will be common for many, many people, but I'm sure if you ask 10 women, each of them may have 10 top threes, and I'll just head right into my first one, Okay. looking back and kind of getting on the balcony of my career and what, what were the struggles. The first one that comes to mind is the word exclusion. And it's not with intent uh, or malicious intent by the gentleman, but it is a boys club out there, particularly in male-dominated industries. So I've been in the shipping business with ex-marines who moved over to play with the commercial boats and Kodak and technology is known for being very male-dominated. And what what happens there by nature is it's like a fraternity. I've even experienced, I'll go into a gentleman's office to have a meeting and there's rugby posters and things I don't necessarily know about, but also they go off and play golf and, you know, kind of have a lot of conversations where the women and me, uh, we are excluded. So we come back in and that is a, a form of, that does hurt diversity, of course, it is a form of discrimination. But you feel it, you know it, you hear it in a big meeting. Oh, we already decided that one. We're beyond that, Dana. Thank you very much. And you don't know. So it's hard to be a member. You cannot ever really become a member of the Boys Club.
1: So what do you do, okay. uh, Dana, to overcome that? I mean, what, How do you integrate your ideas and your thoughts and your solutions to problems when they have already done this outside of that dynamic yeah. in the office?
0: So my choice was to accept that. I needed to, in my head, don't be angry. Don't be that angry person and um, who's playing the female card and say I was excluded from that. I need to find other ways to share my voice. That means that when I am in a meeting in the office with the guys, then am I being my best self and m- making a difference? In other words, am I making an impact and communicating my ideas well? The other thing I chose to do was write out some of my thinking. If I wasn't heard in a meeting or over weeks and I'm on a committee or I'm on, a, on an initiative, say, hey, you know, I realize our meetings take take up a whole bunch of time. I gave it some thought over the weekend. I'd like to step them out. And so I'd send out something. Uh, that's another way that I use my words. To communicate
1: control from communication area, right. Okay, But
0: I had to modulate it. A key thing I learned over my career, and I learned it late, boy, did I learn it late, was watch. Observe your group, because every group is different. So don't march into a new job and think, I'm going to be excluded, and therefore I'm going to do this, this, this. Watch the dynamics, because there are even some guys who are excluded from that fraternity. They go to the same university, but they're not in either. So you can talk to some of them and kind of build, build a community. Uh, But watch, observe is my, my key word there is every team is unique and watch the styles that the guys adopt and what's working. And maybe it's a lot of written communication. Maybe I need to do formal PowerPoint to get their attention versus just talking about it. So really watch the dynamics and the culture and do your best to modify, to join the team.
1: How do you join the team? What are some of the active things you can actually do to, I know join, it's easy to join the team. What does that really mean and how? what are the tactics you would use to do that, recommend to other women to do?
0: Sure. Well, you don't join the team at the beginning, so i will start with a negative, is it's not a given. We need to earn that, and no different than another gentleman would need to earn. That's right. Being it's, it's on the team. So this it? one is yes, yeah, this one is gender neutral. Yeah. So I ask myself all the sudden, well, how do the guys do it? Well, they watch, observe. They'll have more one-on-one meetings. Hey, let's go grab coffee. Where women are kind of, oh, it's a little uncomfortable. So we need to be a little more bold. And that's hard, especially for introverted women. And we respect that. So style-wise, you know, if the culture of your team is, hey, big, loud, shout outs pounding tables, that may be very uncomfortable. But when you do speak, let's say it's at the end and you say, I've got three pieces of, of input, boom, 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 then say it with conviction and confidence. Okay. That earns you, okay. We're not hearing a lot from her, but wow, when she has something to say, that makes sense and we're gonna we're gonna listen.
1: What would you say the number one thing you would recommend women to do? If there's just one thing, what would it be?
0: Communicate clearly about your career goals, your needs, what's working, what's not. And this is a gender thing. So i to women, I will say what do you think the guys do? So here's what women do. We will apologetically in a one-on-one with our boss or we, or, or, or we won't even have meetings with our boss and we're afraid to set one up. So women are afraid to be deliberate about not only setting up a meeting just to talk about their career, but then within that meeting, taking charge. So I challenge them back is what do you think Joe does? I have his mystery, Joe. Guess what? he, Marches in and says, hey boss, let me tell you, I I know what my next position is here. I want to do that job, even if it's pointing to the boss's chair. I'm going to do that job. I think I have these few things to learn and to demonstrate. What's your feedback? What? How do we make this happen?
1: Isn't that it's very hard to do, Dana? Though, isn't it? I mean, think yeah. about this. This is almost goes back to the primeval hunter-gatherer kind of uh, <laughs> acculturation in the, in the whole culture, isn't it? I mean, the the dominant, subdominant. What about the people who can't do that? Who just can't bring themselves to do that? How to? Is there a structured way you can guide them?
0: Yes. Yeah, so I I purposefully just swung the pendulum to polarize on what Joe would do. That is very bold, and I don't. I don't right. recommend that for everyone. I tell this story of what do you think the guys do? Okay. And he, he you know, marches in, da da da. Now, for you, for the women, here are the steps. And I do have a doctor, this is what I teach. But, but first, set up the meeting. So that's a big step for many. And just tell yeah. your boss it is, it is it is not about the tactics of our day and where projects are. It is strictly a career conversation to get your feedback. Right. The second step is women build an agenda for that meeting. You can write it down. You can write your three <laughs> points. You can write out your script of what you're comfortable. It's got to be in your own words. That's right. But you're basically making Statements and getting their feedback. You're having a conversation. You're not asking for a promotion right then and there. You're not demanding. Right. And, and the guys don't do that either. So you're being very collaborative. But shame on us. The one, number one thing is we let a year go by or two years and we say, well, my boss hasn't asked me. Okay, let's turn the tables on that. So that's the victim. Uh, no, it's not about your boss asking you. We need to own our career. And we need it loudly communicated to the right people. And that's usually our manager. And women do this far less than men. Correct. And even if your boss, Sally, is talking about, hey, how's that project going? You say, you know, John, I'm glad you asked. I'd love to talk about that later. But the purpose of this meeting is. So we have to bring, no different than a business meeting, we could bring it back into play We've got to bring this career conversation and own it and follow up on it. So it's all about, I call it drawing pictures. And if we don't draw pictures about our needs, our future, our aspiration, boy, say I'm ambitious. Guess what? Our manager, especially if they're male, but even if they're male or female, is making assumptions for us and about us. It's human nature. They're, They're making stories up. And like, oh, well, you have kids. You can't possibly take on more. <laughs> and, right? Because they have even, they have a lot of personal information about you. So it's up to us to paint our picture. Draw it, speak it, tell the story, and keep doing it. Don't think because you said it once that it landed. I'd like to go
1: back to one of your first points, and that was off the recording. You and I were talking about veterans and spouses, but I want to apply that same kind of principle to the STEM. I know it's another discussion, and there's all sorts of research being done on this now, but how do you encourage women to get into the STEM? Because we had talked in the early part of this conversation about women aren't included because it's a good old boy network, especially in the technology. It is a male-driven field pretty much. And you would know that you had one of the, yeah, the largest company like it in the world. So how do we encourage women to become engineers, technologists, programmers, scientists, mathematicians? How do we do that?
0: Well, the base starts now and I'm excited about some of the efforts. Uh, Others have a long way to go. And naturally it starts in our education system, uh, right at kindergarten. Great if the parents help them through it, but a parent parental hands-on is not required, but at the school, the instruction, the encouragement, the school, of course, schools can have their own unconscious biases about what girls can do. We've all heard it and we still hear it, what girls should do and what boys should study. (sighs) So that all needs to be changed. And it is, it's evolving and we're not there yet. So if we crawl up through kindergarten and then into high school then more courses should be offered, and in women should be young students should be encouraged to join. However, I look at STEM in an interesting way because I am not a STEM person. I'm a sales and marketing right. That's person.
1: that's right, and, uh, and
0: because that's my style. That's what I liked. You know, when I went to school, that's what attracted me. So on the flip side, I hope we can find the women, and there are just as many as there are men out there who really enjoy the analytical side, the numbers, the technology. Uh, So we've just got to identify those who love it so we don't have such a drop-off. And that's what happens today with women is they're they're joining these engineering programs because they should or they were pushed into it, and then they're just unhappy. And the third phase, Fred, is then when they join a company. Because here's where the challenge is, is what is the culture inside a company on the dev side in that engineering space? So while it was tough for me in sales and marketing roles at the senior level, man, there's a lot more, what I'll call bullying. <laughs> uh, there's yes, just, there's, you know, inter- being interrupted in the, as a form of bullying, mm-hmm. or yep. uh, the open, someone opening up their laptop while, you, while the woman is talking because they're bored, or discounting a woman's ideas much more than they discount the men. It's a tough environment for yep. women in tech roles in companies. Still, that's going to take a long time to change, well, and think- women drop out.
1: I think we probably ought to have another podcast or two. You and I could spend hours talking about this wonderful subject of how do we, how do we balance out the workforce. Well, our guest today has been a remarkable guest. Thank you, Dana, for your, for your participation. Her background and biography will be on the website as well as her contact information. So please check it out at Workplace Strategies com guest biographies. And once again, Dana, I thank you so much for joining and sharing and enlightening our audience.
0: Oh, it's been my joy, Fred. Thank you. I look forward to being contacted by your listeners if I can help in any way.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for visiting with us. We welcome your comments and suggestions and look forward to having you join us soon at Workplace Strategies.